0: Soundstripe. hey everyone hello 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 welcome to more wine and music podcast season number two i'm gonna wait for a couple of seconds to see if anybody joins in hello hope everybody is doing well on the rainy friday night anybody is here please Click in and tell me who you are and where you are listening or watching from. This is season number two of the More Wine and Music podcast, the podcast where we talk about music genre and more over a glass of wine. Hi, Mom. Glad you can join me this evening. All right. Anybody else on? I hope everybody's Friday is um, has been good so far. Anybody else, click in and say hi. I'm excited for this this season. If you have not already, hi Aunt Sandra, how are you? Glad to that. Glad you can join in. this evening I'm going to be talking about the season premiere of The History of Jazz. Jazz is such a it's a, such a different genre than most uh, other types of music. So I wanted to spend this season talking about um, you know, jazz and I thought it was a good lead in from our last season of blues. So Before we get started, be sure to hit that like, be sure to hit uh, subscribe. Hey now, Auntie Brenda, um, hit that like, hit that subscribe button, um, head on over to morewineandmusic.com. And matter of fact, I want you to see my new design of a t-shirt. It's the More Wine and Music podcast and it says more all more of the blues hope everybody could see and that's for uh dedication for uh last season of the blues so it's get your t-shirts it's available on the www.morewineandmusic.com website also i don't know if you can see i'm gonna pan back a little bit i don't think you can see my I got shorts on, um, very comfy shorts. And Brenda, I hope you was able to see the shorts um, on the moreshopping.co website. They are very comfortable, have pockets. It's the polyester um, type material, it's not cotton. And so it just it just has a good feeling to it. So head on over to www.moreshopping.co for the shorts and other t-shirts that's on the website. And also for this t-shirt, the more wine and music podcast, um, more of the blues t-shirt at www.moorwineandmusic.com. All right, here we go. Season number two, episode one. We're gonna talk about the history of jazz. It don't mean a thing if you ain't got that swing. Do up do up do up do wop, do wop. I'm sure you guys there's on here knows what that song came from, or at least heard it. And that's pretty much the uh the gist of what jazz is all about. I mean, it has it's the jazz, is it's a Type of music that has a lot of swing, a lot of bebop. Um, and that particular song was the famous lyrics by uh, Sir Duke himself, Duke Ellington. Um, it, it's a jazz, it can be classy, it could be mellow, it could be smooth. But um, those are some of the adjectives that when I think of uh, jazz, that, that's what I Think of and but we're going way way back. We're not talking about um, the type of jazz that are out now. Um, if anybody listening, if you if you like jazz, what type of jazz do you like? Do you like the old old school jazz like from Duke Ellington, or do you like the more current contemporary jazz like uh, Kenny G, um, Boney James, that type of genre? Post it in the comments. I, I like to hear what people, or if, or maybe you don't like jazz at all. It it, it can be an acquired taste. It's it's one of those, either you like it or you don't. But, and Brenda, you said both. I, I do too. I, I I do too. I imagine myself listening to the old school, the old timey jazz, like what I just sung by Duke Ellington. I can just imagine myself being in some smoky, uh, a club uh let oh you you know you have to be dressed. You couldn't go to a club especially back in the in the day to uh, listen to a jazz band or anything like that. You just couldn't come in looking like what? You had to be dressed and looking very sharp and classy. And I I could just put myself back in those times. You know, listening to the music, listen to the swing of of the Charleston and and listening to Dizzy Gillespie, um, Duke Ellington, Dave Brubeck, all those old, old school, that authentic jazz. But we also need to understand where did jazz come from? Ella Fitzgerald. Oh, yeah. Love me some John Coltrane. Yes, 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 yes. Um, But where did it come from and where did it derive from? It was pretty much um, derived from the, right back the late of the 19th century, going into the 20th century during, and it kind of derived from ragtime music. And maybe I'll um, touch during the the season, I'll touch a little bit about ragtime. Because the first thing you think about when you talk about ragtime music, you talk about you think about scott joplin but um so jazz kind of kind of derived from that and it actually as well as the new right um jazz originally started in new orleans and and basically the term jazz j-a-z-z um, really nobody knows where that term came from. It could have been from um came back from in the 1860s, where African American slaves they uh describe their uh dancing as called jazzm, which means um vim and energy, and which which is what jazz is basically is. It it, it could be high energy, you get out there and you know, do that swing and you know, it, it does. It, it gives you that uh that high energy. So I think that's probably where jazz the term jazz probably derived from is that uh dialect um of uh jazz and I see yeah my mom you like Kenny G and um Marcellus oh okay and, and Herbie Hancock, yep, yep. Uh, the blend what jazz is basically the blend of uh, ragtime and blues and it was created essentially by african americans um and around the 1890s uh, the brass bands in new orleans became to form um these type of music in the black community um marching bands as you know as we all know if anybody we all know about how new orleans are and um, they use these type of music, the bat, the brass band, and all the the hoopla, the parades and everything. That was their way of celebrating um, either the sick or uh, actually celebrating um, uh, one who have died. So I mean, there's, and if you go down to New Orleans, um, people who has a, a funeral, they have that whole band, that whole, <laughs> hoop of having a, a marching band um you know procession you know at, if you know f- as a funeral as a funeral procession so that that's that was part of the uh, tradition in new orleans um and you usually they did that because back in the day back in those times blacks were prevented to have access to health care as we all know um and life insurance um and it was Basic, any we all know of the basic um, uh, segregated South, so they create a way of celebrating um, the dead of their loved one by you know having a band, having a basically having a party. That's the way of celebrating their dead. Um, like I said, uh, New Orleans became the mecca of, of uh, entertainment, especially in the early 20th century. Um, you want to hear some good music and, you know, fun and have fun. Hence the Mardi Gras, you go to New Orleans. And usually these type of uh, entertainment would be performed in what we call or they call red light, red light districts. And we all know what red light district is that that's where all the brothels and all the shenanigans in that, you know, in that particular side of our town that that's, you know, that all that stuff was going on the prostitution and all the brothel houses and stuff. And that's where you would find all these uh, speakeasy clubhouses and all this stuff. But... Um, the improvisation of um, music began to draw audience from all over, you know, a lot of people from the other side of town would, you know, sneak on over to the red light district and, um, you know, because of the music, you know, if if nothing else that brought, you know, all cultures and all races together was the, the sound of music. So everybody, loved you know uh any type of good music and care who you are they would um they would leave their pillar high class houses and come to the red light district and and um also uh come into these clubs and listen to these uh these bands so um the regression and segregation laws passed in 1890s um and this was uh, 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 actually the backlash of the Reconstruction era, increased um, discrimination towards anyone with African blood and eliminated the special status previously um, afforded uh, Creole. And if everybody knows what Creole, the term Creole, it was a mixture of um, African and European descent. And that's usually what Creole was very prevalent in um, New Orleans and in, in Louisiana, in the New Orleans area. So you brought, um, and, but they were considered, um, still, they were considered black. I don't care how, you know, mixed you are, you're one, you know, the rule, one drop of black blood, you're considered black. So, um, but it's, again, it didn't stop the, uh, the forming together of races to, um, create music and to, for others to listen to uh, the, the improvisation of, uh, of the jazz, of the brass band. Usually it consists of a piano, drums, um, horns, and um, you know, a big uh, cello or violin. I I, I don't know what's, uh, was it bass, bass cello? I think that's what it is. that's what was uh, basically consist of, of the of the jazz uh, instruments, and um, according to the source of um, the mysterious origin of jazz, the musical DNA in livery stable blues come from the black artists, artists that was jazz. So basically, even though whites, you know, played um, that type of jazz, type of tone and type of style of music was known as jazz. It originally came from. Um, African Americans, because we had the the beat of the Congo, um, and other instruments that were um, considered uh, up temple. We also infused the Congo. We also confute and um, infused the uh, Caribbean style of music. All of that is from us. We're the one that's um, created that uh, that that rhythm, and it caught on. And so everybody started to at first, you know, it was considered weird music because nobody couldn't, you know, really grasp the concept. But I mean, you can't help when you hear the beat and when you hear, you know, the horns and everything, you can't help but to, you know, move. You can't just sit there. If you sit there, then, you, you know, something's wrong. You have to you I mean, it gets you to moving. So, um, like I said, the particular mix of African-style drum beats and the Caribbean rhythm found in jazz as a whole, and it, that became more prevalent from the time of 1817 to 1843, when black slaves, some from Africa and some from the Caribbean, um, would gather, and it was usually on a Sunday when they were, you know, not working in the fields in New Orleans, and they begin to gather in, like, in a square. The town square, and that's when they were became to pollinate, cross pollinate their their music. So that is where kind of jazz started, and so um, this went on um, between um, blacks and all African blacks and Creoles. Um, they came together with both of their style of music and they kind of um, infused their style of music together. And that's how they, you know, began to form this tone of what we know as um, jazz. Um, from the early 1900s to the 20s, um, as I said before, the instruments um, consisted of the drums, the horns, the brass, and the piano. Um, As you notice, if you listen to older uh, beginning um, music of uh, jazz, there there were no vocals. It was just basic music. Um, And it's just a son of music. And most of it was more up tempo. Now, up until, you know, before jazz, you had the blues. Blues was, you know, uh, that deep delta blues, as we heard before. Um, It was more slow. And gritty, but it's essentially, but jazz took that style of blues and up temp made you know, brought it up a temple, you know, so they brought it up into a more of a peppier style. And so you were able to dance to that, right? You was able to, you know, it, the beat made you get up and, and you know, and move. Um, blues wasn't as sad. Um, I mean, I'm sorry, jazz wasn't um, like the blues where, you know, you're talking about some, uh, you know, your woman leaving you and you coming out of the fields and, you know, <laughs> you had a hard day at work. I mean, it, it wasn't, jazz wasn't even about that. It was about getting up and, and, and you know, talking about, you know, just being um, uplifted, uh, being cool, um, being classy. And it just give you that that rhythm to where you just you know you can't help but to sway back and forth to the music. Um, the piano was basically the main staple of the band, right? So you got the piano, and then from there you create your other um, instruments. Your your beat of uh, which is the drums. Um, so the the piano held the foundation of the of of the music piece and then you got the the drums who kept the beat and then you got the horns that comes in and pull like the icing it was the icing on 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 the whole on the cake so to speak so you know you know without piano which i'm i'm kind of partial to you know those who are on on live know why because i i played the piano. So, you know, the piano was the one that really started the uh the, the music. And then you get on, you know, and then you get the beat of the, of the drums and you get the horns, you know, jumping in. And, you know, and, and there you go. You got an up tempo you know, beat. And then next thing you know, you're sitting here uh swinging back and forth. Um And it, and it just makes you want to, you know, you know, put on some shades and just say things like daddy-o and cool. And okay. No. Okay. Okay. I, yeah, I watched a lot of stuff from the sixties. Okay. I was born in the sixties. I wouldn't, I didn't live in the sixties, but yeah, I I can relate to the cool and daddy-o. I'm sure you guys that are on here know, knew where that, all that came from, but, um, you know, it it just has, it just gives you that it just gives you that uh feeling and like right mom you said that you know it just helps you enjoy the brighter side of life it gives, it takes you away from all that doom and gloom that's you know that was going on um it just gives you a chance to just get dressed up and go to a nice um atmosphere club you know, sit there and just enjoy the the beat and you can't help but to get up and, you know, do these, uh, the Charleston and all this other stuff, which I, you know, I wish I knew how to do that. I, I can't do it. Maybe I'll, you know, learn how to do that, but you can't help but to, you know, respond to the beat of the music. So, um, so that's basically it. I mean, jazz is a, uh, it, it, it's a different type of genre. It's either you like it or you don't. And a lot of people, you know, who may not like it, you know, I always say, maybe you don't understand it. You know, it's it's something that you put a collective of instruments together and they have this complex um, chords. And I mean, and I've read somewhere I forgot where that you could take a simple song and and a simple, simple song and then jazz it up, put a couple of uh, improvisations of of the chords and put it, you know, put a spin to it. And the next thing, you know, it it has a jazz and have a whole new different tone. You could take something simple as twinkle, twinkle little star and change the chords a little bit. And Bring the tempo up a little bit. And next thing you know, it's a whole different sound, but it's a simple song as Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star. And you're right, Aunt Brenda. I mean, it's food for the soul. Um, Jazz is, is, I don't, you don't have to have um, vocals. I, I personally prefer, you know, just the instrumental. I don't have to have listened to, you know, vocals. I'm, although I, I love, you know, those who sing jazz, but I just like to listen to the music. Um, you know, Aunt Sandra, you're right. I mean, it, it's your favorite type of music. It, it's your, you listen to it as you're on your day off. I could, Matter of fact, I um, listen to it at night. I just turn on, you know, something, at, you know, like Sirius XM because they have the contemporary new age jazz so-called new age but then they have the channel that ha- plays the strictly old authentic and there, there's a difference there's an authentic jazz and then you've got the newer contemporary jazz and I, I love the new contemporary jazz as well but I also like to listen to the old because I mean those were the ones who started it And that, that's what, you know, that's what my podcast is all about is just giving homage to those who actually started, you know, these music genres. So, um, I've always wanted to learn how to play, you know, jazz piano and it, 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 it's, you know, it's not an easy, yeah, watercolors, that's right. Watercolors, um, jazz is not, it's, it's not an easy, uh, it's not an easy way of playing it. It's not an easy way. Um, It's, you know, it's full of progressive, progressive chords. um, But it's, it's, it it allows you to use your creative mind. Um, And you're right, mommy is, it's easily listening. um, It's, it's upbeat and it's relaxing. And like I said, I've always wanted to actually study and, you know, take actually if i learn how to just know how to just take a chord and then just um do some improvisation just improvise on some things you know on different music and you know just learn how to take a a slow song and turn it and bring it upbeat and you know change the chords on it i mean it it is it i've tried it um but I mean, there, there's a way, I mean, you have to study it and understand how to do it. And so maybe one day that's beyond my bucket list is to actually um, go back and, and take some um, music lessons and learn, actually learn how to um, play, you know, a jazzy, you know, the chords, play music in a more of a jazzy style. Um, so that is the um, basically what jazz is all about. Um, This season is going to be interesting because I'm going to try to find artists that are lesser known but have made an impact on jazz. Nancy Wilson, yeah, she has mastered it with her voice. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, Sarah Vaughn is another one. Dinah Washington. Um, You know, those early art vocalists Ella Fitzgerald. I mean, they. When you think of jazz and you think of female jazz artists, you think of of them. So, um, but yeah, next week I'm going to be talking about one of the earliest uh, known um, persons that actually was uh, recorded as one of the ones who started uh, the jazz. Nina Simone, right? Absolutely. His name was uh, Jelly Roll Morton. Has anybody heard of that name? I've heard of it. I just never knew um, his background story, but I I have heard the uh, the song, the um, artist's his name, Jelly Roll Morton. So that's who I'm going to be talking about. Boop boop, Ella. Okay, (laughs) right. So. Okay. So that, that, that's who I'm going to uh, be talking about as far as, um, one of the pioneers of jazz. Um, if there's anybody, um, that you guys would like for me to talk about as far as their biography, you know, definitely let me know, post a comment, um, hit me up on morewineandmusic.com. Um, and I'll, you know, do definitely do the research and, um, you know, it it's it, there it, it's an interesting genre. I, I, I do I'm very excited because I, I do I love always love jazz. I started liking jazz huh, probably in my early teens when I actually started listening to it. I was in my early teens when I actually had a taste of it and and, and from then on it it, it was over. I, I, I fell in love with with the music. And so um you know maybe i was ahead of my time you know at 12 and 13 and 14 years old i was listening to stuff that was more grown up than what my you know my age you know my age was um like the jackson 5 not to say i didn't like them i did but i was listening to more music that were more um older than than what was out for my for my age so um, and, I, and like I said I, I jazz was a I have an O, so I probably did <laughs> I probably do I probably did well, it was from you guys from my aunties and mom and them and, you know we come from a um very uh musically inclined family so you know I, I guess that's probably where where I got it from um you know uh earth wind and fire was my my favorite group that that was my all-time favorite ground i know i'm going off subject but yeah i you know i like jackson five i like the you know who else was out then um the silvers i mean those were i, I like them but i i, I like more older i don't know the older the older stuff i i did and so like i said i i um Oh yeah, all of the, all of us, all the cousins. We all, you know, we just all have, you know, we all just have come from a musically. I'm blessed to come from a musically inclined family, so, you know, maybe I was that made me appreciate, you know, every type of genre of music. But um, anyway, um, so Jelly Roll Morton is my. First person I'm going to dig deep in next week. So, and from what I, the little bit that I read about him, is it's gonna be a wild ride. I mean, and, and and I guess it goes with the times of of being a jazz, Um being a jazz player. You pretty much was wild. I mean, the, a lot of a lot of them, a lot of the artists were back then. They were wild, and so you know, I guess you know you have to be, um, in order to you know, survive, especially back way back, you know, in the early uh, 20s and, you know, from the teens, 20s and 30s on up to the 50s. So, okay. So thank you so much for listening to season number two of the More Wine and Music podcast. Um, Oh, so you was an early jazz lover. Okay. So, um, Did Granny buy you guys uh, records of jazz? I know she bought you guys the updated uh, uh, music that was out at that time. I didn't know she was in, was she into jazz? It's it's no telling, you know, I'll learn a lot more about what Granny was. Granny was, she might've been feisty and all that stuff, but she, I'm sure she has some, she has some hidden secrets that, you know, (laughs) we, we don't know about, but, um, be sure to, like I said, check out this the More Wine and Music podcast and um, the more of the Blues T-shirt um, to give homage from the last season of the Blues. You can get that on www.morewineandmusic.com. Also, check out uh, the <laughs> yeah, Granny bought you got. I, I heard yeah, I remember you. Mom, you told me that Granny used to buy you guys as records. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Actually, yes, you got me a side sidetracked for a minute. I was thinking about something, but anyway, um, please head on over to shop at uh, more shopping dot co and there's a lot of other cool stuff over there too as well i've um i tried to um create t-shirts and shorts and stuff that has a a saying that has a meaning to um um what is you know as far as um what is uh the sayings that's on the t-shirt um each saying that i put on there I, i i have a meaning for it and so um you know, just, I, I hope you guys support it. Um, and uh, if you have any questions, like I said, um, if you have a particular uh, artist that you would like for me to talk about, then please uh, send me a message to uh, morewineandmusic.com. All okay. right, I have fun. Thank you, family. I appreciate you for, again, supporting me. And uh, we're going to have fun this this season. It, it's going to be fun. So I, I really uh, would encourage everybody to just look up some old um, jazz uh, songs. Look up Duke, the Sir Duke, look up Duke Ellington. Um, look up all these old jazz artists. Even go back farther than that. I've, I was listening to, I, w- I just did a search on early jazz music and you'll get some like clippings of how it sound. Um, and it, it kind of puts me... At back into like the 20s in that old phonograph. um. But yeah, it, I mean, it's interesting to just listen to all that. So, all right. So next week, same time, same station. You guys have a good evening and I love you all very much. Thank you, family. So I'll talk to you soon. Have a good night. Bye.